Hello, everybody. It's the best day of the week. It's Wednesday. Um, welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. My name is Peyton, and here, if you're new, we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and the lows of living a life for God. So today, we're going to be talking about how to recognize false teachers and false teachings, and this is anyone, if you don't know, who adds to or takes away from scripture, adds to God's word. Those who preach according to God's word, but then when you fact check them or when you see if what they're saying is in the Bible, it's not there. Or when they say and claim that they follow God and accept God, but then their life and their actions don't reflect that. They often are so good at deceiving people, like they're so good at pretending that they are preaching the truth, that so many of us believers and even unbelievers, it's hard for us to even tell that they are teaching lies. So, I personally think this is actually a really interesting topic, and I think the amount of false teachers right now is more than ever. And I feel like this is because I've seen Christianity become a trend on social media in the last couple years, And with this, there are people teaching others who do not know the Bible or do not actually know or have a relationship with God. So we're seeing this a lot. I see it quite often on social media, but obviously it's not my place to know where they stand with God and their relationship with God. But I do have the discernment and knowledge from the Holy Spirit to know that what they are teaching is false. But yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. It should be a fun time. We're going to talk about the signs of false teachings and what to do if you just aren't sure. So I think we're just going to dive into the Bible real quick and take a look at what it says about false teachers because this is going to help us a ton to recognize this. So it says in 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 15, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ, and no wonder, for even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. So we see words here like deceitful, disguise. So they're going to do everything to make you believe in what they're saying, and they're going to be good at it too. And I think the more solid you are in your faith and the more you read your Bible, the easier it will be for you to recognize these kinds of people. Like, just based on how much I've grown closer to Jesus, even just in this year and how much more I've been reading my Bible, I could read something somewhere and know exactly that it's not true. That's not what the Bible says. So that's just because I've spent the time to kind of know that knowledge. So it's going to be easier for you to do that. And we see here that even Satan disguises himself. For example, in Luke and Matthew and when... Satan tempted Jesus, he knew scripture, and he twisted the scripture for his own gain. So you're going to see the enemy do that a lot. Then we can look to 1 John 4, 1, and it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. But I love this one because often false teachers are preaching the word but are living of the world. Most examples I see is a single verse taken from the Bible and twisted to teach us that things of this world are okay. 
I actually think that this is when I see scripture used falsely the most is when a single verse is taken out of context to teach something that appeals to us rather than what is true. And, but don't get me wrong, I don't think picking one verse and teaching from it is bad because I'm clearly doing this right now. <laughs> I, I had to just clear that up because I know some of you are like, well, she just took one verse from John and she's teaching from it. Okay, there is a clear difference and you just have to be careful with the way you use it and you have to understand as a whole God's truths and what this chapter is saying in order to teach from that. So, it's easy to use the verse in the wrong way and lead others astray if you're not going to understand all of it. Because a, a lot of times with false, te false teaching, I see someone take a single verse and then they'll focus on like one word from it or something and they'll be like, this is what this says and so that means we can do all of this stuff. So, it's all for personal gain. It's all to appeal to our flesh and the things that we desire in the flesh. And then if we look at Matthew 7, which I actually just read this first with my friend Madison, and it says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased trees bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Sorry, this was verse 7, 15 through 20. And this goes back to them being completely disguised. And when it's referencing fruit, it's talking about their life, the way they live their life. They are not living life based on what they are teaching. Because if they are teaching all these good things about God, what we're called to do, then their life is going to be reflected in that way. They are not living life based on how God calls us to, so they are bearing bad fruit. You can learn a lot if you look at your pastors, your youth leaders, if you look at their life and how they live it. And it's interesting to see how much of it lines up with what the Bible teaches and what they are teaching us. And you don't have to go nitpick their entire life, but I'm telling you, someone who is called to preach the word, someone who is truly living with God and in their relationship with God, their life is going to reflect that. They're going to be bearing good fruit. And of course, no one is perfect, but you'll really be able to notice a difference. Look at their fruit. And then we move to 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4, and it says, For the time is coming when people will not endure solid teaching but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. This entirely summarizes it up for me. When it says they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, I think a lot of us look to teachers who are appealing to what we want to hear. I think a lot of times People will stop listening to preachers or, or be turned away from the Bible and Jesus because they're hearing the truth they don't want to hear. We see in Luke, John the Baptist is put into prison because of his bold truth statements. He's honestly calling people out, not directly, but he's appealing to what they do not want to hear. <laughs> he's speaking this bold truth that is really causing conviction in these people's lives and they don't want to hear it. 
And so I just feel like this is so true. A lot of us will look to those who are teaching that appeals to us feeling good, appeals to what we want to hear. And this also makes me think of the people who are so good at talking that you literally listen to and believe every word because it's so polished and sounds so good. But here we see how the false teachers can appeal to what we want to hear, so then for selfish reasons we believe it, right? We're like, oh, they're such a good teacher, um, all this stuff, we believe it because that's what we want to hear. So it's easy to let our flesh have what it wants, and that's why we have to constantly be training with God's truth. We have to constantly be training our mind with the Bible, with biblical truths, constantly reading your Bible. And lastly, we can go look at Titus and chapter 1. So, Paul is talking about the godly characteristics that teachers of the time or elders should have in order to preach others, to teach others. And it says in verse 15 through 16, To the pure, all things are pure. But to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their minds and their consciousness are defiled. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. So here's that same example of like the fruit. And they say they know God, but they refuse to show that through their actions. And I've seen some false teachers who will tell you that just believing in God is enough. You believe in God, you pray, perfect. That's all you have to do. Bare minimum, perfect, do that. But we know that is not true. We know that to truly be changed by Jesus, to truly have our heart changed by our Savior, is to have a change in direction of our life. To truly repent of our sins is to have a change in direction. It's not just, God is Lord, and I pray, and and now I'm going to go do whatever I want. We know that's false. And so, this is kind of describing here that this is what these people are doing. So, they profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. Which, <laughs> to me, I they definitely don't know God. Because I think to know God, it, it like, makes you want to change. I don't know how you can accept Jesus as your Savior and not change anything in your life. For me, it's it changes everything. Like, you live for Jesus, and you live for Jesus' approval. And the beautiful fact is that he died for us before we could ever repent from our sins. And I don't know, it's just, it's amazing. I just don't know how you won't change and reflect that when you know Jesus. So, I think these teachers didn't even know Jesus. They say they do, and they didn't. And I think it's important to know that there is a difference between us preaching and accidentally getting information wrong or misunderstanding a verse than those who purposely twist the word for their own personal gain and have the motivation to lead as many people astray as possible. Because you guys, none of us are like experts in this. (laughs) We're all still learning this. We're all still learning um, and growing closer to Jesus. And we're going to make mistakes. We're going to accidentally misunderstand something and someone's going to correct us and help us through that but these people these false teachings and teachers first of all have so many ulterior motives they want to get you to do something that benefits them and they want to lead as many people astray as possible that's why we need to be so sound in our faith that's why we need to know the bible so well that we are not the ones that they lead astray and i think even with 
the way I teach you guys is I try my best to always make sure my information that I teach is biblically sound and that I understand it before I teach you guys. Because it would break my heart to know that I led someone astray or I I did, you know, like I try so hard. Like before these podcasts, I try to research as much as I can, find as many examples in the Bible as I can because I never want any of you guys to be misled. Also, I always just challenge and urge you guys to look into these things deeper after I kind of give you this base level. Like I don't want, I don't want me and my teaching to define your faith and your relationship with Jesus. Like, I want you to go out on your own, look into these things, go deeper into every one of these verses, and really just take your faith into your own hands. You want to make sure that these false teachers and and just anybody preaching on social media or even in real life, your, your preachers at your church, you want to make sure you're using them as a tool, but then you're going to learn these things on your own. And you hear something that your preacher is talking about, so then you need to go back afterwards take that time to look into the chapters or verses that they were teaching about and learn it for yourself i know for a fact god has just called me to lead more people to you god has called me to be the path and the stepping stones for you to start your relationship with jesus and i want i always just want to be a tool that like kind of helps you learn some things but once again i'm not an expert and i just challenge you to go deeper and if you get into the habit of comparing what you hear to the Bible every time, you're not only going to get closer to Jesus, you're going to learn more, and it's going to be so much easier for you to to have that discernment against false teachers and false teachings, and that's going to be so great. And it's so cool to see the way your faith grows in that way. I have seen, because I've really just taken the time to be in my Bible more than ever this year, I have felt my faith grow so much. Like, it is vital to be in the Word. I just love that. I feel way closer than Jesus to Jesus than I have in my entire life. But I think when we, how do we handle false teachers? I think we still need to handle them with that grace. Are we accepting what they're saying? No. But you need to still handle it with that grace. Don't become hateful and be like, oh my gosh, da da da, you're you're doing all this wrong. Like no, still handle handle them with grace. And you can correct them. Maybe if it's on social media, leave a verse in the description. Leave the verse in the comment section. Something like that. Like, you can still correct them. Then I'd probably pray. Pray for them. Because clearly, their lives are not changed by Jesus. Clearly, they do not actually know and have accepted the Lord. And then, move on. Be the one who decides to always teach the truth. I think that's that's kind of the cool thing of, of all these Christian content creators coming coming about as I think a lot of them see gaps in the way the word's been teach been taught at least on social media and so they they want to fill in that gap see I think none of us are just standing alone to teach the bible like we're all followers of Christ and we're all trying to just help everyone get closer to him help those who have never known him to know him and so we all just kind of need to be a united front in this it's kind of, we've all just felt that calling to share God's word. And I think we all just need to work together in this. And if we see a false teacher, we need to be the one who steps up and teaches the truth. And if it offends someone, I'm sorry, because we're teaching the truth. And like I said, it's not always going to be what you want to hear. It's going to call you out. It's going to convict you. And that's a good thing, right? Don't you want to change for the better? Don't you want to know your savior better? 
Don't you want to even know your savior if you haven't yet? Because it's a beautiful life change and life direction. And I, I don't know. I love that. But I feel like that's a good way to end out this podcast. And I hope this guy, this helped you guys a little bit. I think just be careful what you're tuning into, what you're listening to, specifically on social media. And I think also just in the churches. Next time you go to your church, compare what your pastor is saying to scripture. And if they're using scripture to actually teach, you know, how they put the verses on the screen and everything like that, awesome. But you can still even compare. You can go and read the full chapter maybe. But specifically, if you're going to a church where the pastor doesn't reference any scripture and only just tells you the story of the Bible, definitely make sure that you're looking into that. But you guys are great. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support on this podcast this year. It's been a crazy, crazy time just like starting up this brand and this podcast. But you guys have been great. And I hope you guys have the best week. And I will see, I mean, I will be with all your beautiful faith. Oh. I hit the mic. I will be with all of your beautiful faces next Wednesday. Bye.